0: This podcast is a TOEFOP production. Head to toefop.com for more. This is Toefop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello, and thank you for watching. And I had to, for a second, just remember what show we're doing. We're, this is for a first time in a long time. We're doing back to back podcasts. Back to back, but not back to back Toefops. We did a two guys one cup, and now we've just. Shifted gears into uh, Two Guys. How will we shift
1: gears (laughs) between those dramatically different offerings to the podcasting (laughs) markets?
0: Well, I was wondering about that because I've been posting, um, you know, uh, uh, Two Guys, One Cup. We do a highlight video each week that we post to our socials and I've been posting it to the Tofop Instagram feed. And I'm wondering if this is annoying fans of tofop who are like either Ugh, we don't want that niche. don't ask people if something we're doing is annoying oh really
1: people are willing to they're, they're, people are willing to volunteer <laughs> if they're being annoyed okay as we've learned recently well, <laughs> just, people uh, okay, are well, very willing when they're being annoyed. To, to let you know that they are annoyed, I don't think that we should open the floor for people to air their grievances. Okay, this is well, not, it's not an
0: invitation to find out people are annoyed, but this I, is not Festivus. I, <laughs> this is not the annual airing of podcast grievances. No, I guess it was the question was more: Is there any like what do you think the percentage of crossover is between our two audiences? Because I've been posting it with the idea that oh, I think if you like Tofop, you like this, because generally it's not like we're posting a like a one-minute clip of us discussing stats and stuff. It's just toe Well, it'd be impossible for them to do that because one does not exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's stuff of nonsense. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I think, you know, like last week was we discussed a player changing his eyebrows to suit the sponsor th- that he had. And I thought, oh, that's that's funny. But do you think that there – is there a Jane Carrow section of our audience who are like, oh, I do not care for sports ball? Oh no no! no, They're listening to philosophy. Oh yeah, I get those letters. (laughs) Right,
1: (laughs) I do. I do not care for your other nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Pull your socks up, aren't (laughs) you? When uh, obviously a lot of people who subscribe to philosophy, because all the money uh, from Patreon goes to the same place. You know, it's all ends up at Tofop HQ. And uh, so when I was not doing new episodes of Philosophy, I posted on the Patreon page letting people know because I didn't think it was fair for them to keep. Paying for their subscription, if you know they weren't getting new episodes, or at least that they should know that new episodes weren't coming out, and some people have stayed on there, I think, because that was just their way of supporting all the things that we do so they't you know they don't mind some of them have moved over hopefully to TOFOP because I posted all the links to people and you can get all the incredible James Foz like artwork and you know comic strips and all those things that are actually if you're on the you know the TOFOP patreon page there's actually heaps of bonus content. Mm. Like if you're on the philosophy, you know, Patreon page, occasionally you get a letter from me explaining to you why you're not getting the thing that you signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the only bonus content you're getting around there. But some people have stuck around, and of the people that have stuck around, there must be a percentage who just don't know that I've stopped doing the podcast. You know, like oh, they've signed up for sure, and they have just. Keep subscribing and they just – and so suddenly I understand that that subscription model that has worked against me so many times, the fact that I think I have currently three active Netflix accounts, that I am signed up to every iteration of every fucking streaming service in the world and will never quit any of them despite the fact that I use them or not. I'd like to think that that is currently working in our favour, <laughs> there's a few people who've just signed up to philosophy for
0: life or until their credit card expires. Definitely, I, there's Patreons that I am signed up for that I have never once accessed. I've never once checked mm-hmm. out. It's more of a a, a a it's a gesture of appreciation for the entertainment I've enjoyed. It's like, yeah, here's some dollars every month, but I I have not actually. Accessed any of the the bonus stuff? I don't even know if the shows are still going. So I'm just like, oh yeah. I assume that you know this money will be put to good use. At some point, you entertained me, and I feel like that money would be for the rest of
1: for the rest of your life, or until my credit card runs out. You're getting fifteen dollars a month from
0: me. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, it's all got to come to an end at some point. Like, you know, we talk a lot about Smodcast being this inspiration for for Toefop, but like, I don't really consume any Kevin Smith. Mm. No. entertainment anymore like there's not really any smodcast to speak of anywhere like Scott Mosier's off directing you know million dollar animated movies and stuff um but i'm also like appreciative of you know my history <laughs> and it's like i still want to support like i still subscribe to smodcast yeah. and and have them come into my feed but i don't really listen to them anymore but it's like i guess that will happen to us at some point that all these wonderful people who followed us in this 10 year journey will just be like ah oh, Yeah, yeah, I remember listening to them, but I I don't really dig what they're doing now. They're ranting a lot about stuff,
1: (laughs) bins and- and Honestly, like nine episodes have been about the Boy Band (laughs) 5. I don't know what's going on. Which, by the way, came in very handy to me this morning. Good. Because randomly, completely randomly, I was doing some press this morning and I was talking to uh, Fitzy and Whipper Mm -hmm. on Nova. I'm aware of them. And- It came off the back of uh, Harry Styles, and we started talking about boy bands. And I like they've kind of like thrown up, you know, just as like a half offer the idea of did you ever have like a. In fact, Fitzy's literally gone into it. I know you're into more alternative music, but was there ever a boy band that you? And then I've done like five minutes of like could do it at the gala, best of gold (laughs) on like, you know, I'm like five are still on tour, but there's only three of
0: them, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm so glad that you got to put it to use because I got a real lesson in knowing your audience mm. because um, uh, I was at, I was in Melbourne over the weekend and visiting friends and um, my mate Nick, we watched the football together and um, Nick's kind of like you, he likes his alternative music, he's into sort of mm. more heavier stuff like tool and things like that but he also really loves hip-hop and so um, you know we had a bit of medicine so we're having a bit of a chat and I I was feeling a bit confident. (laughs) And so I said, oh, you know what? (laughs) I've been listening to a lot of. And I know it's like, you know, silly. It's kind of ironic, but I've really been listening to five. And he was like, five, I I don't know what five is. And I'm like, oh, that was this... No, no, you, <laughs> this English boy band, and and there's now they're still around. There's only three of them, but they're still called Five. You know, did the whole thing. What
1: I love, by the way, is last week on the podcast when you declared <laughs> that you were never going to talk about Five again on the show. For, you brought it oh, up the next thirty-five minutes, and then now you're taking these Five conversations out into the wild, trying wow. to have
0: them one-on-one with people. I won't do it again because I, I was like, oh yeah, and then I, so I just repeated the bit from last week's. Where I'm like oh he talks about Jimmy Fly Snooker and, you know, and then it's, it's Jimmy Superfly Snooker it can't be Jimmy Fly Snooker it's not his name and it's like what's the song called is it everybody get up and I said it's actually a fun kind of like you know a poppier version of like a Beastie Boys song you just get like a hard rock kind of riff and you just rap over the top and we put it on and like a minute into it I could just sort of he just sort of side-eyed me and he was like this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. I know it's terrible, but l- listen to this rap bit. And then we go to the rap bit. And I'm like, that's Jay. Jay's gone missing. Like no one knows where Jay is these days. <laughs> and it was one of those things where – I don't know. Like you, you sort of like introduced something, and then like it. Then it just became painful for everyone. Like because his wife yeah. and Jem was in in the room as well, and his you've, daughter- you've spent a fair amount of time working on your sex swing. Yeah, right. <laughs> you've
1: been fiddling around in the garage for eight weeks, putting together your sex swing, and then you've taken everyone down to the garage and God, look, I've been working on this project. I think you're really going to like
0: it. And then everyone's like, Oh my God! Uh, it was. <laughs> We've it, got to get out. of It was of here. awkward because then we got we got through the 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 Jay's rap and I'm like, see, mm. you know, he says like Jimmy Fly Snookin'er and it's like, yeah, but then there's mm. still like two minutes of the song to go that no one in the room liked or wanted to hear, but I'm the one who's like flying the flag going, no, no, it's not. Look, I get it's bad. I understand that, but it's more just the, do you, are you not getting the Jay? Jay's gone missing. <laughs> like there's, No one knows where Jay is. And there's only three of them now. And, All right. Okay. And so we just sort of let it peter out. And then he went to his phone and put on some like underground hip hop guy from New York or something and and, like completely embarrassed me. So I put my tail between my legs. I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. Well,
1: you're the person, you're the anti vaxxer at a like a scientist (laughs) party. That's what's (laughs) happened there.
0: (laughs) Like you've just gone, no, you've got to understand. Like there's Bill Gates and there's microchips. But I've never known how this thing works, like what's cool and what's not, because this Mm -hmm. same friend, like uh, about six months ago when we're at his place, he put on this playlist that was like Yacht Rock. Mm. So it was all like Robert Palmer and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, well, this is shit music. But he's like, no, it's not. It's like actually really, really well written. And, you know, back in the 80s, like the pop music was different. I'm like, like, how come that gets a pass? Like, you know, Robert Palmer, Yacht Rock. And then I put on five and that sucks. Like, can't we just both like things that are shit and we just respect each other's terrible choices? (laughs)
1: I think that the difference is that you learned the rap, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I went too far in. I committed. You went too far in. You got like red pilled when it comes to the boy band Five Five. And I'm I'm here for it. By the way, I'm not like I'm not against this in any way. In fact, to the point, and I think this is probably the secret to the long lasting nature of this podcast, if there is one, which is that we are here for each other's bullshit in a way that other people are <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So whatever
0: ridiculous thing you want to talk to me about, I am fine okay. with it. Like well, I'm glad. I'm glad. But it, that was a real kind of sobering moment where I was like I- – and it's also because yeah. I think, you know, when we talked about what prompted, it was all about like, you know – in the midst of floods and horrible things happening, I needed some yeah. kind of comfort food. But now it sort of yeah. feels – Did you set that up, though, when you were trying to present no, it no, to your no. friends? Like, did you tell that
1: story? See, that's – if you're ever ever going to try it again, you've got to start I need to clear. Narrative. I need to clear Taunty start- there to
0: draw it out of me, <laughs> the, the, the deep psychological yeah. scarring and the lack of identity <laughs> that I'm <laughs> – you you have to connect it with this like legitimate yeah. moment
1: because like as soon as you bring up the floods and being in the middle of a natural disaster and like you know and by day I was volunteering helping other people clean out you know the devastation that was wrought on their lives anyway the only thing that really got me through that in a traumatic sense a therapy sense if you will was like this relief this brain brain bleach and this fascinating story about this like you know in the same way as you know K pop is incredibly you know. It is its own thing. We all know that it's manufactured. Like, this is the beginning of that. And if you'd done all that first and then gone, by the way, I've learned all Jay's raps <laughs> and he's gone missing. <laughs> I think by then you would have got, you would have had him, you know? Like, you could have gone, you know, one of the worst things about the floods were all
0: the people who went missing. Speaking of people going missing, do you know that Jay from the Boy well, Vampire. You know what's really missing? funny, too, is that uh, one of my old mates from high school. Mm-hmm. who, are, um? Uh, he lives in New York now. He's lived in New York for about the better part of 20 years. But when we were young, we were very close. And we when we left school, we backpacked around Asia together and stuff. And out of the blue, I haven't heard from him in years, he messaged me a, a link to an article, um, uh, which is like, I can't remember what it's called, a Girl Power, like reevaluating the Spice Girls, this idea that the Spice mm-hmm. Girls were this manufactured kind of pop band who had this manufactured, you know, Uh, catch cry of girl power but then that actually gave rise to a genuine kind of like feminist movement which is now there's all these adult women now who you know who who sort of hold those values true and he sent that to me saying hey man uh, I don't know why but this made me think of you (laughs) and I was like holy shit have I been like carrying the can for manufactured boy and girl bands for 20 years and I just don't know it like is this some kind of um, you know, born identity where like I, you know, I, I don't, I've been knocked out and I've, I've discovered that I'm actually this like champion of, of manufactured pop. Cause I don't recall. I mean, I know that I had an ironic uh, fascination with the Spice Girls in uni and that I went and saw Spice World at the movie twi- at the movies twice. <laughs> but I also don't really remember being like this, you know, I love the Spice Girls and I went to see them in concert and I can name all their birthdays or, or anything like that.
1: Yeah, but you know what? You are a man who will tell you what you want and what you really, really want. And that's what I've always said about you is, well, um, you no, know, I think it's like you talk about Spice Girls. I mean, Adele could not be more a revered and credible artist and she talks about how completely like informative on who she was and what she became the Spice Girls were.
0: So I just think you could do that with the band Five. Right, but they like, weren't incredibly informative on me as a, as a, in my development as a 44 year old man. I mean, does that, <laughs> does that really matter? Like, we can backdate some of okay. this story. Like,
1: if you are going to be the chief proponent for the boy band five, like, I think that is more interesting. Like, of course, there's going to be plenty of people that are talking about the Spice Girls and how the Spice Girls, but essentially, what you've got to do is look at all the stuff that they've done around the Spice Girls and just copy it, but make it about the band yeah. five. Plus, you've got the mystery. Like, imagine if, like, you know, like Posh Spice had like disappeared and nobody knew where Posh Spice was. Like, people would be talking about the Spice Girls. Well, do you know what
0: the crossover is? I mean, there's obviously the um, what's his name from X Factor, Simon Cowell. He was behind both Five Mm. and the Spice Girls. But Jay and Mel C from the Spice Girls they dated (laughs) at one point. Really? (laughs) Is that right? So Jay and Sporty, Sporty, they dated at one point. Yeah. Very, short, okay, very short-lived, but, uh, yeah, they, they were partners.
1: Is that why he went missing? I don't think
0: so. <laughs> did, is there any chance that Sporty Spices had Jay from Five No, killed? but she did post something because, oh. like I said, he has not been cited. He's done two appearances in, in since, you know, the, the, the days of Five's heyday. And uh, I saw on Mel C's Twitter um, someone posted a screen grab of him all bearded and, you know, looking all retired and living in the hills like he does. And said, hey, do you know who this is? And she's like, of course. That's like lovely Jason, you know, blah, 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 blah. He was such a sweetheart. And I'm like, that's interesting. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) I wonder if they are still in touch. And if you got to Sporty, would you get to Jay? (laughs) Because as you know, Will, is Jay okay? I have to know where he is and (laughs) is he okay?
1: Is there a chance? Like how hard would it be? Because how old would Jay be my at this age stage? Is 40, 45. Okay, perfect. This is perfect for okay. my plan. How physically, how much physically would you have to do to resemble
0: to be able to pass for oh, Jay? Not a no, I don't think too much. I'd have to he he like current oh, day Jay. I would say he would be bald now. He was definitely balding. Okay. So I'd have to shave my head. I'd have to get a pretty sort of thick like he's got that, I think it's a Ross Noble. Where's Ross Noble from? Yeah, Geordie. yeah, it's got a bit of a Geordie, Geordie accent, like I or think. Something. It might be Welsh, actually. It might be a Welsh accent, but it okay. sounds weird. <laughs> it's, one <of> those weird <laughs> it's one of those weird British accents. Not one of those ones we can all do. One of those weird ones where you're like, oh, where are you from? But, but you know, like, there's always a
1: case of like, you know, I, you know Prince Philip's my dad. Yeah. Or like someone will come along and they go like, I'm the, this person that's gone missing. Oh, I am that person. So you're saying, I just say I'm Jay. Oh, yeah, well, you know, because Jay's gone away, Jay's gone away. So Jay's not going to come either. Two things yeah. happen: either Jay's happy because, like, it's like great, I'm back in the band. You know, there's another guy who knows all my raps. Everything's yeah. fine. You know, or to come out of You draw out that's Joe. An idea. That's how you get. That's how you get to find. Okay, him. so is it
0: you come out and you say that you how are, but Jay. do I? I have to get the other. Do I have to get the other members of Five on board? It doesn't matter. I just I just come I just start an Instagram account saying Jay from mm. Five and I just start yeah. sending out missives, just rapping freestyle raps. Jay from five yeah. is alive is the Instagram yeah. handle. And then you just yeah, you start building a story that you are indeed Jay. But I from think five. the problem with that is it will immediately be shot down by the existing members mm-hmm. of Five, like the three guys okay, will give, yeah, that's not Jay. Right. Like and so there's no need for Jay to come out. Like it, No, so you've got to convince yeah. them or get them yes. in on it. Maybe they're fine to be in or they it, might right? be. Public like, would be great. Yeah. So you rock up one day. Looking okay, so like here's Jay. what we do. Cause I think yeah. it's what would be better. Because rather than looking like Jay now, because people don't want that. Yeah. This we're in the they oh, want me to true. look like Jay looked yeah. when he was in his twenties. So he mm-hmm. was blonde. He had an, his signature thing was he had an eyebrow ring. That's how you knew he was the bad boy. Mm -hmm. So I I get blonde and I get the eyebrow ring. And I think he sort of experimented with like facial hair. I'll have to dye everything. I'll have to dye eyebrows, hair, beard, and I'll get Mm -hmm. the eyebrow ring. And I'll have to work on my wraps. Okay. So
1: you do that. (laughs) We go to see them at the Rudy Hill RSL (laughs) when they're on tour. (laughs) And you are dressed (laughs) like Jay. As like, but as Jay I in joke.
0: 1999 too. <laughs> so I'm wearing like a Fubu, like sports jersey with a big like number on it. I got some Klepper mustard coloured pants on and some Timberlands, baggy. So,
1: so you're ready yeah. to go. And then when who's doing the raps now? Um, Scott. Yeah. So when Scott's about to lay down, you just like what would be your best one if you were going to choose like one? Everybody get up. Yeah, everybody get up. So you're gonna yeah. do like the J president. Resident bars from, President.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're doing resident president. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: it's <you're> going. <laughs>
1: I jump on stage. Side. Yeah. You jump on stage and you start doing it. I mean, if if five, five are at the Rudy Hill RSL doing a gig, yeah, and someone comes along dressed, putting yourself in their shoes, right? Yeah. Someone comes along dressed as Jay and knows all Jay's raps. That's a fun night
0: on the tour. You get that guy up to do a verse. Yeah, of course. Like Dave Grohl does that with fans all the time, gets them up to play play along. Would it, I mean, but would it also not, would you not just look out into the crowd and go, well, that guy's clearly a massive
1: fan. (laughs) Okay, yeah, okay, okay. How much do you think it would cost me if I went up to beforehand to like five's manager and I was like, hey, my friend here is like the biggest Jay fan of all time. Look at him. He's even dressed like Jay was back in the day.
0: Day the day, he dyed his hair for this occasion. He's like really just forget really... the fact that he's forty five years old <laughs> from the start. Just imagine he's twenty, and he would really just love to do one
1: one verse with the group tonight. Could he do Resident President? Is is that okay? Like, and how much do you think it would cost me to pay off Five's manager for them to? I don't
0: think oh, you know cost...
1: what I'm willing to lie a little. He's dying. This is like his make a wish, like, and he is, he all he's ever really wanted to do. Five, his favorite band, um, he just wants to do this one verse. Could could you let him do it? Do you
0: think that they would agree to that? One hundred percent. So why aren't we doing this? Well, (laughs) that's a good point. Why aren't we doing it? (laughs) Um, they would definitely allow that to happen. Uh, I, I don't know if that works though to bring Jay out i mean isn't the end goal to bring jay out i think it's more well no 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 oh sorry this is only me planting the seed like oh, okay. i'm assuming and, right at this
1: point that you do so well in this rap that they're all like oh my god like it's like almost nah. having laid jay back i've got a, i've and... got a better i've got a better okay, strategy good.
0: okay so you know that urban myth about um paul's dead paul McCartney. And, yep. yeah yeah and mi6 approached the surviving beatles mm-hmm. to say hey this is going to cause mass mm-hmm. suicide so amongst teenage girls, we have to get a double in. Yeah. We approach the three members of five and say we are from ASIO. <laughs> Believe it or not, you guys are still very, very popular yeah. in Australia. Huge mm. fan base. Might yeah. not see, you might not be reflected in your download numbers or your social media, but trust us. Like we've got the data right here and we hold up like a, yeah. a briefcase filled with sawdust. <laughs> it's in here. All our files are in here. We bang it and there's like dust floating out of it all in here now um these uh fans of five uh are th- they're, they're organizing a mass suicide a jonestown mm. style kool-aid event mm. and it could be mass casualties but you five three five you three of five <laughs> three fifths You're you guys, three, fifths. three fifths. <laughs> you've got the you've got the chance to prevent a mass casualty mm. event but um,
1: how, hang on how what, how are we justifying that 20 years after the peak of their career, <laughs> the fans of five have decided to have a suicide pact.
0: Because there is a hardcore group, because you only need like a thousand. Yeah. I mean, oh, how many people is like too many deaths? Um, One of the members from five, <laughs> <laughs> one of you members of five, like, oh, are you really going to challenge me and say, well, look, how many fans are going to be? It's, how many deaths is enough? Is two uh, like an acceptable number of deaths? No. So well, just don't question us. I, I think you'll find in this
1: post-COVID world, Charlie, two is a perfectly acceptable yeah, yeah. number of daily deaths. <laughs> it's true. We're
0: wrapped if it's only two. We're just slapping our, our briefcase, our sword-ass yeah. briefcase. We've got the numbers. They're, they're, they're watertight. We have lots of numbers in here. So we say to them to prevent- We've got lots of numbers in here. <laughs> 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 And to prevent those deaths- um, yeah. Uh, the, the, they they need to see uh, at least four members of five reform. Don't yeah. worry about abs. Okay, <laughs>
1: we don't need abs. We can work, we can work on this later. Uh, uh,
0: but we we need Jay back, and we've got a, we've got the perfect doppelganger. Mm-hmm. We've got a guy who's been learning his raps. He's yeah. been immersed in five. Because not lying, there yeah, that'll be the easiest part to sell. Okay, because, you know
1: you're the other thing is too. You're an actor. Yeah. I'm
0: an like, actor. Like this
1: is, I mean. This is a little, um uh, what's, uh, what's the fucking South Park puppet movie? Um, Team America. Team America. Like, you know, yeah. you, they've, they've got you for your acting skills to go undercover. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, you've been playing Mate, all these I'm roles. so
0: good at acting. I'll play the ASIO agent, then I'll play the guy pretending to be Jay, and they won't know the difference. <laughs> You'll need to, because I can't cover either of those <laughs> things. <laughs> and I'm going to do it in the same room. And the three members of five will be going, is that guy just like – I think he's changing his outfits. He's putting on a Fubu top and some <laughs> clip of pants and some. Oh, good! I'm Joy. I'm Jay. This is the Asio guy in a Fubu jacket. All right, so we say that to them, and uh-huh. we just and I reckon we make it like you know legit. Yeah. Look, look, uh, we understand that Jay is gone missing and, and you're yeah. not in contact with him, but we've got this guy who is a dead ringer. Mm. Um, so we want you uh, for the next month of the tour. This guy's going to go on tour with you, but yeah. you're going to start post, posting a lot on your mm. socials. The four of you make a big fuss about Jay being back. Jay mm. Jay being back. The worst thing that could happen to you, three mem- the three members of five, <laughs> is that you get great publicity. I mean, you know, no publicity is bad publicity, right? And you know, let's be honest, we've looked at the numbers on Spotify. You could do with a bit of a boost. <laughs> so, what do you reckon, the three members of five? What can they say? They say, "Well, as we
1: always say, in you know, in, in five, all we need is a clear majority. So we just need two <laughs> of the three of the five for a majority. Two out of five is a majority in this band. So um, I think we're better off saying rather than like asking them to act on behalf of their fans. Like the 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 threat is directly at them. Otherwise, I think okay. the play is we've got." Great information about that there might be somebody who is targeting you guys specifically. What we need to do is put in our best agent to just make sure that you guys – and the fact that you're not oh, – like that's a good idea. The fact that you're not a good agent is fine because there's not actually a threat against them, so it's not going to matter. You're just there to infiltrate the band and lure out Jay,
0: our real yeah. target. <laughs> <laughs> but – wouldn't it be a great twist yeah. if it turns out there actually is a threat <laughs> against Five and <laughs> suddenly like- I've got myself caught up in this like, like cat and mouse game with some like crazed Five fan who just like has always wanted to murder Jay. <laughs> that's what why Jay- and, then that, and we find
1: out that's why Jay's gone underground. Because Jay was on some sort of hit list. He's yes. had to fresh Prince of Bel-Air style. He's <laughs> had to move, change his identity. You've come back. Oh, this is great. This is actually the plot of your Spice World, the movie, about yeah. the band five. Because, like, so you go undercover with this pretend idea that there's a threat against five. You all you want to do is actually just be the new Jay. But yeah. then the people who are trying to kill Jay, they realize that Jay is back or they think that Jay is back. Yeah. And so then they come after you to try to kill you. And then the real Jay has to come out of retirement. To defeat the enemies.
0: Well, this is how it goes, right? So we convince him to let me be the new Jay. You cut to an insane (laughs) asylum and it's like the news of like, and Jay has come back to to five. And you see this one guy who hasn't talked in 20 years sitting in a chair and he just like looks up at the TV screen. And then you see him like just break the shackles, and it's like, oh shit! Like I've reactivated this serial killer. But I, I like I that.
1: like the idea that he's got like rap lyrics just like scrawled <laughs> all over his yeah. cell, like Superfly Snooker
0: <laughs> crossed out, just Fly Snooker, Jimmy Fly Snooker, underlined. That's what drove him insane. It's either Jimmy Superfly Snooker or Superfly Jimmy Snooker. It's not Jimmy Fly Snooker. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just banging his head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and then I reckon, well, yeah. would that draw the real Jay? I mean, the real Jay might be like, fantastic, this impersonator can get killed and then I, I'm i free, I can, I don't have to be in hiding anymore. Yeah, but I don't think that Jay's that sort of guy. No. From I what I
1: know about either. Jay, Jay's not going to let an in- innocent person die. It'll be a great third act too, yeah.
0: when the real Jay real turns Jay. up to save my life. <laughs> and then we all learn a lesson, yeah. which is that everybody should get up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, except for the people he's killed. <laughs> they
1: should stay laid <laughs> really <laying> down. down.
0: <laughs> and he just finishes the movie and winks and goes, Jay is okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before he kills him, he's going to go, baby, when your lights go out, <laughs> they're going to be out forever. What? The, what's the movie called? Um, nine to Five? <laughs> uh, nine to 5 vibe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow, we did another 28 minutes on yeah. 5. Who would have thought?
1: I don't know. Tune in next week for the internet's most popular 5 <laughs> related <laughs> podcast. Riffs. Anyway, we so far we haven't covered anything we covered in our AFL podcast. The boy What's band
0: it? 5 did not come up, I don't think. No, I was tempted to bring it up, but then I mean, I think it's more mm. I'm more reluctant to introduce tofu concepts to two guys one mm-hmm. cup mm-hmm. than I am because there's definitely a delineation, I think, with that Two Guys One There are definitely people who listen to just mm-hmm. Two Guys One Cup, I think. Like, I, I know those guys because and girls because they message me specifically. Well, I
1: think the reason is guys. also Two Guys One Cup used to live here. Yeah. It used to be a housemate, right? Yeah. Like, you know. It was Angel to our Buffy. And th- this idea that we used to just, like, annoy a whole bunch of people basically. Two Guys One Cup started basically because – people were getting annoyed at how much we talked about AFL on TOEFOP. <laughs> so we're just like, you know what, we'll just, they're a great friend, but if they keep living here, they're just going to ruin it for everybody. So they're going to have to go out on their own. So I agree. There are some people in the two guys, one cup
0: audience who never knew that uh, two guys, one cup used to live with TOEFOP. Do you think it's too late to introduce like, like a, a concept or a format or a hook to TOEFOP? Have we talked no, about this before? Yeah. I mean, I think that,
1: we've talked about it several times over the last 12 years should this should this
0: podcast have a point <laughs> well i'm just thinking like it's so easy to go into an episode yeah. of two guys one cup because it's like yeah. okay well you know there's games to talk about mm. and people and it's like when things slow down we just bring up did you hey did you see this mm. whereas i mean this is a lot of work really uh, you know they is just it? come up with something is it well <laughs> kind of <laughs> we just spent 25 <laughs> minutes talking about the
1: same topic we've talked about for the last five weeks straight. We've done five, five
0: episodes on the Boy Band Five. I know, but that's uh, I guess the uh, you're used to working like you do improvised shows. You mm-hmm. do shows where you just go, okay, I'm just going to get up there and see what happens. But I think from my perspective, I'm like, oh, at least with two guys, one cup, I feel like there's a safety net. Whereas with this, it's like, what do we? Are we really going to talk about five for the fifth? I mean, is it been the. F- it would be amazing if this was actually the fifth episode we've talked about.
1: <laughs> I mean, it
0: definitely would be at least the fifth you have, because I'm going to count other
1: episodes of Faux <laughs> like Faux. we've talked about. There's at least
0: two episodes of Faux, Faux. Cam Knight and Claire Tonti have yeah. definitely talked about five, We've talked about then- it at least three times. I would say at least maybe four. Okay. Well, if that. They- All right. Let's say it is five. Mm. What a perfect note to go out on. Should there be a ban on five from yeah. now on? Should we just. Like the Bin Trilogy found its natural end and then, you know, months later, maybe even years later, we occasionally reference. Well, or, or people still send me Bin stuff as if it's like a key part of my personality. I've not had Bin issues in over four years, but I'm the Bin guy to a lot of people. Yeah, but not anymore,
1: Charlie. You are now absolutely the Five guy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I've swapped, swapped one trope for an even worse one. <laughs> so, no, here's what I think that this show is, is – uh, have you watched? I talked about th- this with Justin on Fofop, so I'll try not to go into the same areas. You might not have seen the show, but there is a show on Amazon Prime called Outer Range. Have you no, seen this? No, aware of it. No. Okay. Well, at some stage when you've had a little bit of medicine, <laughs> like sit down and watch yourself a couple of episodes of Outer Range because it's this Josh Brolin show that Justin, what Justin explained to me is that Amazon have a bit of an algorithm that goes through like what parts of things people enjoy and whatever. And this show feels like it's the, the way I described it on Fofot was like it very much is the avalanches of a TV show where from minute to minute, it's just being completely different shows and they're all just joined together in this show. It is one of the most bonkers things you will ever watch in your entire life. It's quite compelling. I'm really enjoying it, but it's like you literally are like, Oh, I get this. This is Stranger Things. Oh, hang on! This is Fargo. Oh, uh, hang on! This is Twin Peaks, and you're just like it's doing all those things quite well. But, and I think that that's what Tofop is. I feel like Tofop is it's just different things joined together in a long conversation. This is a mixtape. It's not an album that has, like, you know, it's a, a concept.
0: Distinct, it's a yeah, it's a concept. Yeah.
1: It's a, a giant, rock. sprawling concept piece. That's basically what it is. And there's just times when, like, you know, the musician is obsessed with one particular note transgression or
0: exploring one sort of area. It's it's fucking
1: jazz, man. It's jazz, it's man. It's fucking jazz. But
0: do you think – so do you think this show would be damaged? Like if we all of a sudden had segments, like mm. regular segments, Yeah. do you think the show – would be damaged by that yeah cuz we'd stop doing it cuz it would be too much work <laughs> <laughs> i just listen to like other shows though yeah. like weekly planet is a perfect example like because they have tropes and things that yeah. they lean back on and joke running jokes and yeah. stuff like that but you know where you sit with those guys you listen yeah. to like the first 10 minutes is going to be news and then they get to uh, the film or the or the series or the the, the topic of that week's episode but why but why do
1: you need that like why I mean that's oh, it's great that I they have like... it but like why do we need structure why can't we be the ones that have no structure i bet they're envious every week when they're putting together clips and running orders and like having to be across everything well, like uh, i mean uh, how, our attitude uh, like is that we can do an entire football adjacent podcast where some weekends neither of us will watch a game of football i think this is a very good model that we've latched like, onto Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> the the no work model suddenly
0: we should like be going that well, you let know, me we need to
1: be across everything.
0: I'll frame it in another way. Yeah. So when you're <clears throat> bringing on someone f- to faux fop mm-hmm. for the first time. Yes. Um, and you know, like when I I, I try and bring on new people as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And the question that they always ask is, what would you like me to prepare? What would you like to talk about? And I'm always like, Oh, well, we don't really there is nothing to prepare. We'll just talk about whatever yeah. comes up. So if you want to talk about something, yeah, bring it in. But don't feel the need. We'll we'll find we'll find the what the conversation's about as we're doing it. Do you do the same thing? Do you prep people for a faux fop? I don't prep people for anything. (laughs) There's no courtesy finger with Will
1: Anderson. No, I just assume that I'm not just going to jam it in, you know? You don't need a courtesy finger. I'm going to – like, we're going to do it together. I always think when you're making a podcast, like, the way that I always think of it is we're about to make something together. So we get together and we make this conversation, this riff, this world together and – so I did the dollop at the end last night with Hamo as well. So the four of us on stage, finally four, you know, white middle-aged men get a say. And I think it's it's well beyond its time. But um, it was such a fun show. And the thing about it is it will never be done again. You know, like that, that episode never happens again. It's all improvised in the moment. And the great joy of it isn't like even the audience response in a way even though the audience response was amazing, the great joy of it is making something with your friends. Like at the end of it, you walk away and you go, there's a thing that we just made that will – some people will listen to that episode in five years or ten years or maybe even longer than that, and you just got together with your mates and you made something. And that's what I've always liked about this show is – that it doesn't feel like you have to come in with an agenda. I don't feel like I have homework. I can just, Mm. if sad things are happening, we can be sad. And if happy things are happening, we can talk about big issues or small issues. I, I, you know, I think that that is what the show is. Like we don't need to
0: have what everybody else has. I think you're right. And to to, to go back to Smodcast, I think that's why I don't listen anymore is because there isn't that free flowing at Scott and kevin catching up because that was the appeal of it and you know scott has occasionally popped in to do an episode and when i listen to it i always really love it i'm always like oh that's right and this is these two are such great chemistry and it's a it's they're such a great double act and they really spark off each other really well but what kevin does in all his other podcasts is very structured there's a there's a hook there's a point to it you know, even with Smodcast now, he'll bring someone on to let's re-examine this or let's talk about your time on this or whatever. So it's more of a formulaic interview show. It's still very much a Kevin Smith show, but it's not what Smodcast was, which was like, we're just going to catch up for an hour and where does the conversation take us? We'll see. I So Jimmy Pardo does
1: a podcast called Never Not Funny. It's one of the original podcasts. And it's, I've, during the lockdown, I reckon I've listened to 200 episodes of it. Like I'd just gone through a period of my time where I'd sort of forgotten about it a bit or just forgotten how much I liked it or whatever, you know, as you do, you just like, and and I dipped it back in. And it was the perfect pandemic listening because you, you got to chart a course. I listened to two years of it, like over the period of like a few weeks. And it's like, I got to hear them like at the start of the pandemic kind of rationalizing, you know, dealing with it through the history of the show, the story of what the pandemic was through their eyes. And it was really fantastic because they'd talk a little bit about that, but then they just play trivia games and, you know, like go, you know, like just talk to each other about what they did on the weekend. And it was all that I wanted. I just wanted to know like what movie did they see or did they watch a documentary and they wanted to talk about that. That's actually all I wanted from it. In fact, you know, too many bells and whistles would have got in the way of what I was finding entertaining about it.
0: yeah you're right.
1: Why am I questioning this will? What on that perfect formula <laughs> Well, I mean this is the only one that suits the time that I have so I'm working pretty hard to rationalize it and justify <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> I guess it's sort of just an insecurity about like what this is and will it like you know I mean I enjoy doing it still which is amazing after 12 years. That, like, I'm, oh yeah, this will be fun. I, I look forward to it. And there's sometimes I'll come away from like an episode that we've done and I'll be like, there's a really good idea in that, like, you know, the Five movie. <laughs> like, if you did some kind of like, you know, wacky, because uh, I remember Jem actually said to me uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was ranting at her about Five and what happened to Jay and stuff, she was like, this, you know, could be an interesting subject for like a limited series. You know, if you did like, there was a boy band that was hugely popular and then they all went their separate ways and now they're in there. 40s and they're trying to kind of like reclaim that. And I was like, yeah. And then the J character, like he's gone missing. <laughs> Finding you got to find Jay. But I think it's like, there aren't many, uh, like, unless you're, uh, you know, you work, you're a comedian, I guess, or a writer and you work in that field, there's not a lot of opportunities in conversations in your day-to-day life. Like your partner doesn't want to sit down and do hypotheticals with you. Like, You know, there's not a lot of opportunity for you to just like take an idea and then it's essentially workshopping it, isn't it? Like we just bring something up and then we workshop the idea. Like you say, sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's absurd, and sometimes we do a hypothetical. It's like, okay, well, what happened if all these elements? But that's probably this is probably the only forum non-professional. Is it? Yeah, it's (laughs) non-professional. It's definitely (laughs) non-professional. What I mean to say is like I get paid to do this with other people yes. from time to time and, you know, that's – but that's different to this because this is more – there is no point. <laughs> <So> <laughs> what Where? we're doing. Like when I'm doing this with other people, it's because we have a deadline or we have to deliver something down the line, whereas you and I are just like let's just freestyle for no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I like to think that what basically tofop is – okay, if you want to put it in another way then is – I do believe that over the entire course of TOEFOP, there are genuinely probably some brilliant ideas. If somebody had taken the idea for that show or that movie or that idea or whatever and had the capacity and organizational skills to run with it, develop it, do all those sort of things, I bet there's a whole bunch of those in there. Basically, what we are is like the footage of the Beatles in the studio. And a lot of the time we're just like jamming some old, you know, cover song that we just like to go to. And occasionally, you know, you just get to something that is really good, but a lot of it's just like wasted time (laughs) in between the good stuff, right? I mean, I think the Beatles had a higher strike rate than we do. Yeah. But but I think if somebody went through the entire back catalogue of Tofop and just went, I'm going to come up with the best ideas they've had over the last 12 years. And then you package them into, say, a one-hour podcast, mm. I reckon over like 12 years of doing this podcast, we probably had one hour of really good ideas, and if you package them into a podcast, it would sound like we knew what we were
0: talking about. <laughs> if you selectively edited out of yes. 12, tw- that is the amazing thing about Get Back, isn't it? Is like, you know, I, they were 26 or something at the end of their peak creativity. Like, yes. you know, they're going to go on to do other great things, but just as that, landscape changing you know creative force but there is so much time spent fucking around like so much of their time in the studio what i learned from that is like yeah sure they're they're geniuses but to get to the genius they just had to front up like blue collar Mm. workers it's like they sometimes john would be late because you know he's did too much heroin the night before or whatever but ultimately they all had enough work ethic where they would just turn up And they would just sit there, and they wouldn't chuck the shits. They would just well, George did for a couple of days, but they had enough work ethic. They just stayed there, and they would play other people's songs. They would sing jokey songs. They would do cover versions of their old stuff, you know, with a new spin on it. Until finally, they just clicked. And it, it is such a lesson in that, yeah, man, like they're the Beatles, of course, and their top end is much higher than most people's. But what what is underneath that top end and is is just work ethic and i think it all stems back from their hamburg days where they because did you notice that and get back they keep referencing oh it was like in Han-. They, they they're so wistful and nostalgic about that four month period they spent in hamburg playing 12 hours a day but for them that was like the best time in the world like they just played rock and roll and took a lot of speed and had no <laughs> responsibilities and but i think what ground in them in that period was like oh this is how you make music is you just fucking Put in a twelve-hour day until you come up with something. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that podcast episodes of Topop just needed to be twelve hours. <laughs> if we were just willing to do twelve hours a week in a go, I reckon there'd be an hour of good stuff in there. But for what? To what end? Like the Beatles were writing an album. Mm. Like this is a thing about podcasting. To what end? Like- well,
1: we 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 put out there that we now consider every episode of Topop to be a distinct album. It's not just oh. an episode of the show. In fact, we only
0: publish it first on vinyl. So we do the episode. <laughs> we- but are you, but, 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 what, but what I'm saying is not just like – so you're saying it's not – it doesn't become something else. No. It does, it's not like seeds for a TV show or a movie or whatever. It's just what it is. We are just trying to take podcasting to its absolute creative yeah. zenith. I think we come out, we call ourselves the Beatles of podcasting. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> so- That'll go down well. <laughs> bigger than the Beatles and, and say, people be like what you're old and you're overexposed and we're going to record 12 hours a day and every week we're going to put out a one hour podcast based on the 12 hour a day jam sessions that we've done like for a, so we have to put in each we have to come in and record for 12 hours a day each like yeah, for how long forever five days a week and okay. then oh. po- then podcast Mike edits it up and he puts out the episode
0: each way. Well, that was that was the rule with George Martin, yeah. right? If the Beatles are in studio, just always be recording because you just never know. And that's how they continue to release new material. Hey, Mike, are you there? Have you fallen asleep? Are you still there? I'm here. Yep. Um, how do you feel about 12-hour yeah. episodes of TOEFOP, editing 60 yeah. hours a week to get five hours? Going through 60 hours of TOEFOP yeah. per week to release five hours? Yeah. I think it'd be good. Good f- yep. full-time work. Good solid yeah. employment. Oh, no, no, we evening. won't pay we won't pay you. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. You still paid you're still getting, we're we're paying, you're still getting paying you for the 5 hours that we put out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're still getting paid the same as what we pay you now. Would you uh, what do you think about that? Uh, that that sounds horrific. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it does. It sounds
1: horrific for a lot of reasons. Well, all right. How much uh, what, uh, what how, if, Okay, if, let, if, let me ask you this. How many hours Because obviously these days, because of our time commitments and whatever, we tend to do like an hour-long-ish version of the show. Back in the day, you know, we would do, you know, much longer episodes than that and like faux-fop episodes of definitely back in the day when I was living in LA and stuff would be longer than that. Um, How long, if we were doing a live show, and I'm not talking like, hey, we're going to do, like we're going to try to break some podcasting record or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about here. It's not a stunt podcast. I'm just talking about how long do you think like the perfect episode of TOFOP will be or that people would put up with if, and I, I'm not even talking guests, like I'm talking okay. you That's and I you.
0: doing this show.
1: How long do you think people would put up with live?
0: I reckon eight hours. I reckon oh, eight.
1: Okay.
0: Well, how, how, many, how many do you reckon? No, I thought you were going to go lower than that for a start, but you yeah. reckon eight, <laughs> eight hours. I reckon,
1: I reckon eight. And I'm just thinking. So if we said to our it's, audience, it's, do you think you could do eight? Like so if we said to the audience, we're gonna do an eight hour podcast, we're gonna start at midday, we're gonna finish at eight o'clock. Do you know, do you wanna come down and be part of this podcast? Do you think that there would be two hundred people that would be willing to pay fifty bucks? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. To...
0: Two hundred, we'd get two hundred. You're in know, a canter. For I an eight for... hour show. Yep. Yep, I definitely But we won't we have let enough... you leave. You can't <laughs> you cannot leave. <laughs> it's like squid game. <laughs> Um, I reckon there's enough hardcore teabaggers out Mm -hmm. there who would want to be part of something like that. Mm -hmm. So I think if we were doing an eight-hour podcast every week or every month, then no. But if this was a one-off thing, I think like Superpod, Mm -hmm. there'd be people who'd want to be part of it. Um, If nothing else, to see our mental breakdown after the five-hour mark. I mean, I I don't know that we could do it. Like I'm thinking now, oh, do we have any – safety nets like is there anything we can go to like oh charlie's brought his old you know diary in from when he was 16 or are we allowed any of that are we allowed oh, to cheat i would i don't want us to cheat i
1: just want us to have access to the same things that we normally have access to okay, so, so
0: wikipedia is yeah. there uh you know i've got some stuff that i'm bringing up you know from the past yeah all right well yeah i reckon eight hours we could do in a yeah in, in, in our sleep all right well there I'm you not, go i'm not intimidated by that so you want to do an eight hour podcast eight hour podcast all right. <laughs> All right. Do you, okay. Do we have to do it? Are we, are we announcing it and then hoping we get 200 or are we announcing it once we get 200? Once to we demand? get 200, yeah. Like we need 200 people to like say that they would be interested in going to an eight hour podcast. I think we'd have to do it in a city I yeah. don't think we'd get 200 where we live no. I think it would need to be like Melbourne or Sydney to get to plus I where we live you don't want to do something for eight hours you'll have to run into those people again <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that's true oh I didn't tell you I went to pick up some um, Japanese from uh uh um Ocean Shores mm-hmm. which is sort of away from where we live but still in you know, the Shire and um everyone who works in there listens to TOFOP they're all big fans I couldn't believe it like the chef came out to have a look. The girl behind the counter was like, "Charlie," and I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, big Tofop fan." And then she's like, "Hey guys, guys, look who's here! Oh, Charlie!" And they came out, and they're all like, the whole the, all the staff at this one Japanese restaurant. They, they all listen to Tofop. Apparently, when they're setting up, they listen to Tofop. And I'm like, "That is wrong." Can I get a discount? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't give me a discount. <laughs> they didn't even give me a discount. No. No, but they yeah they they listen to tofu.
1: I mean, it is How's a that? traditional Japanese way of preparing food. to
0: Put on an episode of tofu. as you getting Everything together in Japanese. Well, isn't that on oh, no, that? They're not. Oh, they weren't Japanese. They, it was just oh. a Japanese restaurant. Yes, yeah, okay. The chef. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: can we name the restaurant? We're not blowing up their spot. No, to, I, I, no, I. Oh, I, you I, don't. I would have do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. okay. You can't. Yeah. Oh, you is that remember. terrible? That's okay. I they didn't remember. give you a discount. If they're giving you a discount, you might have remembered the name of the restaurant. <laughs> no. Little lesson, little to... lesson for everybody setting up in the restaurant right now. You'd be getting a sweet <laughs> plug if
0: you're giving Charlie a discount. Uh, let's go to the mailbag because I know you've got a hard out. So yes, I've only got a few minutes left. This is from Teresa or Teresa. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely Teresa. Actually, I don't know. It, it could be Teresa. She is definitely American too. Okay. She wants to talk about Drew Carey. All right. Hey, guys. American here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to the episode where you guys were talking about Drew Carey because I basically just noticed that you guys were doing new episodes again. I mean you just noticed? We've been back for a while now. Well, that's okay. Um, might have stuff, other stuff going on. Yeah, well, you live in America. There's a lot of stuff going on over there right now. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you guys knew that he's the current host of The Price is Right here in the US. I think we covered that. Oh, no, North
1: we didn't podcast. really. We didn't talk about The Price is Right. Okay. Um, I, I was aware, but I don't think I've ever seen him host The Price is Right in America. I was just
0: aware that it was was true. Uh, He said that it has been a dream of his to become a host of this show. Is there any game show that you dreamed of hosting? Absolutely not. I always liked Sale of the Century as Mm -hmm. a kid. I always thought that I – I didn't necessarily want to host it, but I always thought I'd actually do okay at Sale of the Century. It was trivia Mm -hmm. that wasn't as highbrow as kind of smart quiz shows – and it wasn't like lowbrow as like other game shows. It was right in that sweet spot of kind of like- Right, but are you talking me. about
1: hosting? Because you know you don't need to know the answers to the host of the show.
0: They, <laughs> no. they provide the answers
1: as well. No, no, that's
0: what i was saying. I never dreamed of hosting. I okay. dreamt of being on Southern oh, Century. I, I always thought if I could be on a game show, Southern Century was pitched right at my trivia level. Like it wasn't like really, you know, it wasn't like um, uh, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with like really hard, obscure ones. It was kind of like- good general trivia. Yeah, one of my um whatever level of, you know,
1: intelligence that I possess is very comprehensive as in I can comprehend things easily, concepts and stuff like that. But my memory for facts <laughs> yeah is like so and that's what most of those shows are is yeah, like you can you remember this fact? And I am terrible
0: at remembering facts and specifics. Well, you did um What show did you do where Luke Darcy was your special category? Oh my god,
1: I forgot that I had even done that. It was some sort of sporting quiz on the ABC, was
0: it? Yeah, it was like a a Tony. What's his name? Um, Tony Squires. Tony Abbott. Tony Squires. Maybe I remember you did a game show where where you went in, but so you must have put a lot of homework into memorising luke darcy right i guess i did i can't even like until you mentioned that i had forgotten that that ever happened
1: to the point where i did fucking two years of radio where a good bit to fill in some fucking time on that radio show would have been going back to when i did a quiz on luke darcy oh you never mentioned it once when you worked with him (laughs) never came up because i had forgotten that it happened and there would have been mornings where that would have been very fucking handy for me to fill in some time
0: my God. I think it was called Head to Head. FYI. Is that the name of head the show? Head to Head. Head to Head was the name of the show. And Mike, that was scary. You've never just busted in uh, Sorry. uninvited. I got a bit of a shock there. <laughs> I thought, no, no, fine. Please feel free to do that anytime. But I just got a bit of a shock. It's like, who is that? Yeah, Head uh, to Head. Okay, so Drew. Uh, she continues. Drew is also one of the owners of the Seattle Sounders, which mm-hmm. is a soccer team. They have a lot of fans here in Seattle. I used to work the games as a cashier.
1: Oh, actually, you know can- what? Can I just go back, I've, just in oh, case yeah. anyone's listening? Maybe a judge on a cooking show, like not on a like you know, obviously a professional cooking show, like or a host on a cooking show. Just someone who gets to taste of the food, so not the judge. Like the host that also gets to go around and try the food, so that they can host, like a great British Bake Off, or like a um, you like just top want to chef eat free
0: food. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. You if there's have someone be out on a there quiz who- show to do that, like that, that's actually a job. Like you can be someone who goes around and and just tastes food and stuff. Like I know, but, but like I just to, yeah, I just like to be like on a cake show where I'm just like, yes, okay. hey, I am going to try all of your cakes. <laughs> that's great, thank you um they have lots of fans in Seattle this uh the Seattle Sounders and I used to work at the games as a cashier in the concession stands their fans can get quite loud okay I thought you guys would like to know that well they're the Sounders you know that makes sense we I think we did know that he was a big soccer fan Mm -hmm. because he takes photographs yeah not up for the American women's football team right non-upskirting team yeah uh Uh, Okay, this is from a guy person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm assuming that's not a real name. Two colon fop. Hey, lads, not a doctor. Feel free to read out my name. I made it up anyway. I did. Your recent, probably six months ago, by the time you read this, conversation about Charlie writing, performing a radio show with his mates as a kid Mm -hmm. reminded me of a silly childhood artistic pursuit that I thought you would enjoy. When I was about 10 growing up in Perth, me and my best mate decided we would start a band. Pretty quickly, we realized we had no musical talent, no access to instruments, so we decided to start an air band. In a move we regret looking back on it, we befriended a guy by the name of Michael, purely for his close proximity to the school and the fact that he had both a tape player and the Jimmy Barnes cassette album, Working Class Man. Mm -hmm. He was quickly relegated to playing the air triangle, Mm. while me and my mate took the air guitar, air drums, and air vocals. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing, air triangle? Firstly, is there any triangle present in a Jimmy Barnes song? And secondly, could you, give, you could have given him some. I mean, I know you're taking guitar, drums, and vocals. Yeah. There's another, couldn't he play keys, air keys? I mean, I would have thought keys. I would have thought you can throw in an extra guitar. Like, I mean, it's just yeah, air. No one's hearing guitar. it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think we lasted about three or four jam sessions before, just like five, we broke up due to unreconcilable differences. Uh, one of us wanted to play the other tape we had, the Great Balls of Fire, and some of us thought we should stick exclusively mm. to Barnsley. Oh, mm. yes, that is just like fire. I mean, it Conflict is. In the band. It's musical different. It's irre- irreconcilable musical differences. The good news is our friendship survived and he was still best man at my wedding 20 years later. No idea what poor old Mike is up to these days. He was the Cheers DJ. The that was the thing. Yeah, they actually did was-
1: the music on the night.
0: That is TOEFOP for this week. Don't forget, you can support us uh, at patreon.com slash TOEFOP. Lots of great bonus content up there, including bonus episodes every fortnight where we answer Patreon subscribers' letters. There's also comic strips drawn by James Fosdyke, everyone relax, and uh, Quantum Cop and a bunch of other great stuff, behind-the-scenes photos. Go to patreon.com slash tofop or go to tofop.com and check out our other great podcasts, including Two Guys, One Cup and Fofop. Who's on Fofop this week, Will? Justin Hamilton. It's a ham-o Fop on Fofop ham-o this week. Hamofop. Haven't spoken to him for
1: ages, so it was a very good chat. Lots of stuff all over the place. It's good fun. And um, I am on tour at the moment. So this weekend, I am in Sydney, Friday and Saturday night, my first new show in Sydney since 2019, uh, We're Logical. And then on Sunday night, it is What You're Talking About, Will, my improvised show. And then election weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, We're Logical in Brisbane. And then uh, Sunday night, two shows of What You're Talking About, Will.
0: It sounds great. Go see Will. Give him money. He likes that. And um, if you work in a restaurant and you like mm. our show, it's 10% off That's I all mean, I'm, I'm, just,
1: I'm, I'm just going to go and get some get some Japanese and ocean Shores <laughs> and see if I could just
0: go <laughs> I'm Charlie Clawson I'm Will Anderson podcast is a tofop production head to tofop.com for more cool things for cool people